The information in this podcast is for educational purposes only. You should consult your doctor, specialist, or physical trainer for advice on your physical wellness goals before you plan to follow any of the suggestions or recommendations in this podcast. Hello. Hola. Marhaba. Welcome to the Astro About Wellness Podcast. Join me, Shazana Sunny. And the Astro Duo Asfar Azman And Azima Azman Your host from New York. York Let's strive to educate, regenerate and elevate family institutions Through optimal productivity and wellness education One episode, episode at, at a time. time Are you ready? To listen to inspirational stories of trust, respect Acceptance, integrity, love, and social responsibility for multicultural families and special needs communities. Sit back and relax and be inspired by the awesome people that we highlight in the first segment of the podcast. Hello, may peace be upon you. You are listening to the monthly highlights of the first season of the podcast from episode 1 to episode 4 released in January 2021. I'm Shazana, your show host and founder of Astro About Wellness Podcast and astrowello.com. Do you need a listening ear or an avenue to express your innermost thoughts? your pent-up feelings or emotions that could be on a roller coaster right now? Do you care about people and culture, multicultural families, and an inclusive world where special needs communities have a place in this world too? Maybe you've learned something new and now you would love to share this skill or knowledge with others because you care? If your answer is yes, then Astro About Wellness Podcast is the right podcast for you and your family. If you were to ask me to name three things that could make a big difference in your life, I would say the people you meet, the books you read, and how you plan and spend your day every day to achieve productivity and overall wellness in your life. How do families strive to be productive? In the case of a snowstorm, you need to find a solution to remove the pulse of snow quickly. Let's say you know what type of winter clothes to wear, and you also know the right tools to use, like shovels, snow brushes, and snow scrapers. In this case, the task of clearing the snow can be done efficiently and effectively. When you do something efficiently, it means that you are doing things right. And when you do a task effectively, it means that you are doing the right things. So you can achieve the goal of optimal productivity if you strive to be both efficient and effective at the same time. Now, is there a formula for productivity? Yes! Efficiency plus effectiveness equals productivity. 
Let's get to know someone special and what friendship means to her. Hello, I'm Azima. Today I'll talk about my friendship with my BFF. That's right, my best friend forever. Her name is Jules. We have been friends for four years. We are both our special needs kids. What I like about Jules is that she makes me feel comfortable, accepted, and loved. I get, I get invited to her birthday outings every year in the summer. I'm into her house. She's been to my house for our playdates. I love her so much. Our last playdate was at Skyzone early this year. We had a fun time together. We, we both get along. We don't quarrel. We with each other. We both love going on school field trips together. Jules and I used to see each other in class and enjoy lunchtime. We play games together. We wave goodbye when it's time to go home. Now we miss each other since the COVID nineteen in March, because she attends school in person, but I'm on remote. I hope we see each other again soon. Bye. We received a voice memo recorded by Teacher Saberia. Who is also my cousin from Singapore? She has been keeping in touch with my family, always supporting our journey. Let's check it out. Hey, Kashazana, Asfa, and Azima, I have three questions on the learning experience that you had in USA. My first question is: How would you describe study abroad in five words? My second question. How were the classes different there than the classes in Singapore? And my last question: Which class was your favorite, or still is your favorite? That's it. Gonna hear more from you. The best thing about studying here in New York is the school environment. The learning environment is nourishing, joyful, relaxing, authentic. And balance. The most important factor in the school system is the learning environment. In Singapore, the school environment is quite competitive and very academically focused. There isn't much balance between academics and your own personal life. Here in New York, the learning environment is very much balanced. It encourages students to achieve both personal and academic goals. It is relaxing and not very stressful. I really like it here, and I'm very glad to be studying here. I'm a senior in high school, and I'm in the International Baccalaureate program. This IB program is offered throughout the world, and it is a very beneficial program as it not only focuses on your academics, but it develops you personally as a human being and to achieve all your goals academically and personally. In this program, there is a subject called theory of knowledge, also known as TOK. This is the core class that combines basically all of the other subjects into one class. I really love this subject because we have a lot of meaningful discussions and we learn a lot of life lessons in it. It is in a way a philosophy class because we learn about. Ethics and human interactions more than any 
other topics. If you are given the chance, I highly encourage all students to pursue this IB program as it is very beneficial for you and it promotes both academic and personal development. The classes here are happy, cheerful, relaxing, inspirational, and lovable. In Singapore, there is no cooking lessons. I find the classes stressful. In New York, there's a kitchen in special needs classrooms. We love cooking classes. I get to cook my favorite food, such as bugadil. It's like a Malay hash brown. The ingredients are potatoes, salt, pepper, green onions, and parsley, and eggs. My favorite class was Mrs. Sue Burns' class. The subject I like most is social skills. I learned to be independent and responsible. Singapore is a young city-state, and I've seen the education landscape changing for the better over the years. I've also observed the dedication and diligence of the school teachers, principals and staff. They have tried their best to make the classes there less stressful and learning more enjoyable. Especially that they have to prepare the students for the national exam, the primary school leaving examination. Why did Asfa find the classes in Singapore competitive? Well, he was streamed into the top class of his cohort from primary 3 to 5, when he was 8 to 11 years old. Alsfar was also active in the school track and field and the soccer team. He was proud to be the soccer team's vice-captain. When he started school here, Alsfar adjusted well and was in the school's modified soccer team and tennis team. Now, he's in the outdoor club and as the club's president, he organizes hiking trips to many beautiful mountains in upstate New York. For Azima, she said that the classes there were stressful. And that's mainly because she's a special needs kid who was diagnosed with having global developmental delay. Despite that, she enjoyed attending classes, thanks to all her caring teachers and staff. What is Global Developmental Delay? Developmental delay is when your child lags behind their peers in one or more areas of emotional, mental or physical growth. The child often has difficulty in language or speech, vision, movement or motor skills, social and emotional skills, thinking or cognitive skills. When a child has a significant delay in two or more of these areas, as in Azima's case, then the child has global developmental delay. What does a special needs kid like Azima struggle with? I find many things difficult. Handwriting, math, speech, reading, understanding, instructions and comprehension I couldn't button my blouse or tie my shoelaces. Speaking in front of everybody makes me nervous. Other than executive function, mathematics, speech and language deficiency, 
Avima also struggle with visual spatial skills, gross and fine motor skills. When someone is speaking, Avima tends to get excited and wants to speak too. So, Avima, tell everyone, how do you feel about being a co-host on this podcast? I'm so happy to be on the show. More people will understand more about special needs kids like me. I want people to understand me better. I know someone who understands me and cares for me. She is Sister Usman Popal. Now, tell us, Adima, who are some of the amazing people you met here in New York? I met amazing people here. One such person is Sister Uzma Popal. I miss talking to her, hugging her, and taking photos. She's the one who had motivated me to volunteer at the Muslim Kitchen Project. Welcome to the show, Sister Uzma. Can you tell us more about who you are, what you do, your family values? And what you're doing to build an inclusive community where every voice matters? My name is Uzma Popal. I work at Al Hidayah Center as a senior educational program advisor. I am also the director of one of the center's programs called the Muslim Soup Kitchen Project, also known as MSKP. One of the values that is most important to my family and I is to help build an inclusive community where every voice matters is respect. We respect each other, our neighbors, and everyone we come in contact with. We respect others by giving them their rights. Our family has rights over us. Our neighbors have rights over us. When we have guests over, even they have rights over us. Many people tend to forget to fulfill the rights they themselves owe to each other. To me, respecting each other's privacy is important in building good relationships. If we speak nicely to each other, instead of using harsh words that could hurt feelings, it shows that we truly respect them. Respecting one another also shows that we love and care for each other. When there is love, we can then build a strong, inclusive community. Like other good Muslim families, my family will go the extra mile to show that we genuinely care for others. For example, during special events or family celebrations, we make goodie bags as a little gift to share with our neighbors. Wow, that is super duper awesome. What's another family value that's important to you? Another important family value is social responsibility. Everyone has social responsibility towards the community they live in. The Volunteers and Muslim Soup Kitchen Projects, or MSKP, help the less privileged or needy families in our community. One of the ways in which we strive to fulfill our social responsibility is to provide at least 500 meals monthly to those who are homeless and cannot afford food. These numbers are rising due to COVID-19 health pandemic. Many of them are suffering from food insecurity or short. Helping our neighbors is also part of my faith as a Muslim and is an act of worship. Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, may peace be upon him, said, He is not a believer whose stomach is full while his neighbor goes hungry. 
During the health pandemic, some people are not able to continue help at the homeless shelters. However, MSKP continues to provide food to them during this challenging time. Also during Ramadan, Al-Hudaya's MSKP gave out packaged food items such as oil, rice, flour, canned items, as well as pasta and pasta sauce to at least 123 needy families, which totaled over 576 people. Every year, we organize the National Muslim Soup Kitchen Day, where communities throughout the U.S. distribute meals to the less fortunate. Even with COVID-19, our volunteers selflessly put their lives at risk to prepare thousands of meals to feed the poor that day. We also have the thrift stop, which is kind of like a thrift store, but we don't sell anything. What happens is every Saturday from 10.30 to 12.30, people can bring in donations. And we also have families that come in and they can take donations. So we take items such as clothes, shoes, home goods, toiletries. And while we do the bi-monthly drives, so every other month we're collecting certain items like book bags when school starts in the winter, we collect blankets and things like that. So we collect lots of essential items that people need every day. We also even collect cans that people can bring in and we use that to raise money. Sister Uzma, MSKP volunteers have done so much for the community. You have received many awards, right? Yes, alhamdulillah. Our volunteers came from all backgrounds and faith, both Muslims and volunteers of other faiths also joined us to help achieve our mission, to create unity through serving humanity. We received many awards from local churches and government officials, as well as local shelters. So and all this would not be possible without the volunteers. So may God accept from them their good deeds and put barka in all the projects of MSKP. Do you have any advice for our listeners? Let me ask you, can you imagine if families don't respect each other? If we just cared about our own rights and not fulfill other people's rights, our neighbors' rights, what kind of world would that be? Would you even want to be close to each other? We would hurt each other's feelings Everyone would be self-obsessed and worry about only themselves. Family institutions would be broken. Can you imagine if we didn't share our fortune and food while others around us are dying of hunger? Can you imagine enjoying your holidays and having a happy time with your family while there are neighbors out there who are even more sad than happy during the holidays because they cannot even afford food to feed their families? Now imagine if everyone cared for one another, respected each other, and those who have the means provided for those who do not. A world where everyone is kind to one another, family members respecting each other, community members putting others before themselves. A world where no one goes to bed hungry. Only you can choose what kind of world you want to live in. So let's make a difference in this world together by showing respect, love, and fulfill our social responsibilities.
If you would like to volunteer for MSKP, you can email at mskp at al-hidaya.org. We are always looking for donations, so please consider donating as well. You can go on to our website, www.mskp.info. Thank you so much, Uzma. Coming up next... In the second segment of the podcast, we'll learn about productivity and the nine dimensions of wellness. Physical, emotional, environmental, spiritual, social, intellectual, mental, occupational, and financial wellness. So we can survive and thrive in this unpredictable world. Hello everyone, my name is Asfar and today I'm going to be touching upon one of the nine dimensions of wellness and that is mental wellness. It is very important to be aware of our mental well-being as it is the leading factor to how we conduct our daily activities. When we are happy and feeling good about ourselves, it is very easy for us to accomplish all the goals and tasks that we have planned out. However, if we are down and depressed, we often find it difficult to perform those same tasks because our minds are not well conditioned. Therefore, it is absolutely crucial to understand our feelings and emotions so we can live a healthy lifestyle full of productivity. It is very important to stay happy and always look on the bright side at things no matter what you face in life. One of the hormones in our body that is released when we are in a state of happiness is dopamine. There are a lot of ways to achieve this state of happiness and for your body to release this dopamine, such as listening to music or engaging in your favorite hobbies, going outdoors and exercising, and getting enough sunlight for our body, especially when the cold weather is coming up, it is very important to get enough vitamins and minerals so that we can be lively, vibrant, and energetic. All of these and other new habits that you can start doing in your lives will improve your overall mental health. For me personally, at the end of each day, I like to spend some time alone by myself to reflect upon what I've done throughout the day. Have I achieved all my goals for the day? Did I help out my family? Did I go outside and get enough exercise? Did I get enough sunlight? Did I feel good about myself today? Now that most of us are confined to our homes because of the current situation with the coronavirus, it is very crucial to take care of our own mental health as well as those around us in our homes. After all, love begins at home. Now it's time to welcome our special guest. Coach Zarina. Hello everyone. My name is Zarina. I'm from Singapore 
and have been living in New York City for 20 years with my husband and our 16-year-old daughter. I'm a group fitness instructor with Shape Up NYC and also a Schwinn certified indoor cycling instructor. What is your wellness advice for listeners of Ask Trio About Wellness podcast? To all listeners out there, I encourage you to include exercise in your lifestyle. Set a realistic goal and get your family involved. One of the benefits of exercising as a family is that it enhances emotional well-being and self-esteem. If you are planning to include physical wellness in your 2021 list, I invite you to tune in and follow Ask Trio About Wellness podcast starting this January. I'll be sharing tips and strategies for you and your family. Now, it's time to welcome our special guest, Coach Zarina. Welcome back, Coach Zarina. Yay! What does physical wellness mean to you? How about physical activity and exercise? Isn't it the same? To me, physical wellness means taking care of myself making sure I get at least 7 hours of sleep, having a well-balanced diet, and incorporating physical activity daily. Physical activity refers to any form of body movement that works your muscles and requires energy expenditure. It could be walking, dancing, and even doing everyday tasks like grocery shopping. Whereas exercise is a type of physical activity, It's usually planned and therefore more structured. Next question. Can you offer some guidance to our listeners who are just probably starting out or are beginners on their journey to physical wellness? Absolutely. To all beginners out there, before starting this journey, it is best for you to check with your physician first. Once cleared, Set a short realistic goal. This will help to keep you on track and power your success. A proven way is to use the SMART goal method. SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-bound. Step 1. State what you would like to accomplish. Be specific with your goal. Say, I would like to lose 10 pounds. This is better than just stating wanting to lose weight. The more specific you are, the more likely you will work towards achieving it. Step 2. Being able to measure your progress is important to keep you motivated. You could choose to either weigh yourself every week or perhaps measure by how your pants fit. Step 3. Setting an attainable goal means it should be achievable. It is safer and more practical to aim to lose 1 to 2 pounds per week than 10 pounds. This helps to set the path of your success. Now make sure that this goal is set for yourself. It's relevant to your lifestyle and you're not pressured by others. And lastly, it is important for you to set a deadline. This will avoid being complacent and help you to stay focused on achieving that goal. So back to the goal. It's even better to say, I would like to lose 10 pounds in 6 months. 
Do you like exercising with your family? Is it fun? Yes, I love exercising with my family. This is when we have fun doing similar activities together, filling the room with contagious laughter while staying healthy. My daughter and I love to dance together and make videos too. And you know the beauty of it is that it improves not just my mood, but also her mood. Certainly. And do you know that dancing is also a form of physical activity? Oh, it's like a mother and daughter time. Yes, precious bonding time for mother and daughter. I have a question for Coach Zarina. So now that it's cold out, it's quite difficult for me to get out of my house and do my regular training exercises. So do you have any specific exercises for circuit training that I can practice at home? I would suggest selecting a few bodyweight exercises like mountain climbers, burpees, squats and lunges. Then set a timer to do each movement consecutively. Start with a 30-30 ratio, which means you work for 30 seconds and rest for 30 seconds. Aim for 2-3 to three rounds. To achieve the cardio benefit, your heart rate should be between 70% to 80% of your maximum heart rate. Hello, I'm Coach Zarina. I hope everyone is in the best of health and ready to start working towards achieving the SMART goal that you have set for yourself this new year. Do you need some help to kickstart your wellness journey through your physical wellness goal? Most of us will find it difficult to start something new, but I can assure you that you are not alone. So, let's do this together! Now that your goal has been set, write it down and establish a plan to start your journey. The very act of writing something down improves recall. Oh yes, for me, I like to write down my goals and notes. I use pen and paper as well as word processing softwares like Microsoft Word and Google Docs. I like using Google Calendar to sync all my things-to-do list with my schedule. There are many new productivity apps right now, so you might just want to check it out. That's great! This will be a reminder on how important this goal is to you. And think about all the benefits of physical activities. Some of the benefits include improving mental health, maintaining a healthier body, strengthening bones and muscles, and improving the quality of your well-being. However, sometimes, even with the right mindset, we find ourselves making excuses. Excuses, excuses. What are some of the most common excuses and what can you do to stop falling into this trap? Excuse number one. I'm always busy, you know, and I can't find time to exercise or do any physical activity. Now, that way we have to talk about willpower and determination. Make physical activity a priority. You don't have to spend an hour for a good workout. Even a little activity is better than nothing. Start with a 10-minute session per day. You can also sneak in a workout during a commercial break while watching TV. 
Excuse number two. I feel like doing an activity, but I'm not ready for any structured routine. I would suggest create a playlist and go for a walk during lunchtime or walk with your friends. You can also get your family to go for a walk after dinner. Excuse number three. I'm worried if I exercise, I'll get tired and I can't do anything else. Oh no, that's not true. In fact, it's the exact opposite. Exercise is actually an energy booster. Exercise increases blood flow to your body and makes your heart pump oxygen to your brain and muscles faster. It also promotes the release of natural endorphins that will relieve pain and stress, as well as boost your creativity and sharpen your mind. Do you know what I discovered over the years? Whenever I'm active in sports or physical activity, I experience a positive increase in my creativity and a sharper mind. When I was around 12 years old, I was a sprinter, a netball player, a brownie or girl scout, a storyteller and a poetry reciter. With guidance from my awesome teachers and support from my parents, I could excel and pass the school exams with flying colors. I was taught the importance of priority, time management, managing my energy level, and also the power of prayers. Coach Zarina, you were also active in sports during your school days, right? If I recall correctly, you were a cross-country runner, a netball player, and also a storyteller, correct? Oh yes, we have quite a lot in common, Shazana. We both started an active lifestyle at a young age. So how much exercise or physical activity do you recommend? How about teens like us? For most adults, the current recommendation is to get at least 150 minutes of physical activity that is of moderate intensity. That's about 30 minutes, 5 times a week. For teens, the recommended duration is 60 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity on most days. Now, when exercising at moderate intensity, you might not be able to sing, but you can still talk to someone without gasping for air. To make it a well-balanced program, do include strength training, balance and flexibility exercises too. This can be done two to three times a week. Okay, I hope you feel ready to begin now. If you are new to exercise or have taken a long break, do take steps to ensure all the extra precautions are observed. Please stop if you feel dizzy or feel a sudden sharp pain. So, what is step number one? Always warm up your body and practice stretching techniques before exercising. Warming up will help to increase the temperature of your body to an optimum while also preparing your muscles to be ready for exercise. Thus, warming up will actively help to prevent injuries to muscles which may otherwise occur if you start from cold and exercise. 5 to 10 minutes of warm-up should be sufficient, followed by stretching. Ooh, I got it. Hmm, 
How about step number two? Drink plenty of water. Your body performs better when it's properly hydrated. The American Council on Exercise recommends drinking 17 to 20 ounces of fluid two to three hours before working out, another eight ounces 20 to 30 minutes before starting your workout, seven to 10 ounces every 10 to 20 minutes while exercising, and drink an additional eight ounces of fluid within 30 minutes after exercising. Ah, okay. So, what is step number three? And finally, remember to cool down after your workout. This is just as important as your warm-up and your exercise itself. Implementing cool-down static stretches will prevent muscle soreness and allows your heart rate to return to its resting rate. Stretching is important because it helps to strengthen our muscle, avoid injuries, and relieve tension. Welcome back to the Ask Trail About Wellness podcast. Thank you. Next, I want to emphasize again that it is important for you to include stretching during your warm-up and your cool-down. There are several types of stretching techniques to choose from. The common ones are static stretching, dynamic stretching, active isolated stretching, myofascial release, and ballistic stretching. But for warm-up, I would suggest dynamic stretching. Dynamic stretches are controlled, continuous movements of your body through its range of motions. These moves often simulate the exercise that you are about to do. It helps to prepare your body for a more intense routine. Do you know how? Uh-oh, I don't know. Tell us more about it. As you are doing these continuous movements, your heart rate will increase gradually. This will increase the blood circulation to your entire body, providing oxygenated and nutrient-rich blood to your muscles and the energy for your workout. Oh, that's good! Now, warm muscles also allow you to stretch them thoroughly and help your joint move through wider ranges of motion. This will make you more flexible and increase your range of motion. At the same time, this will decrease the chance of pulling a muscle and getting injured. Yes, before I go for a jog, I would normally do stretches too. Great job! Now most importantly, dynamic stretching helps to prepare you mentally for what you are about to do. This means that you are able to reconnect with your body and try to focus on your upcoming exercise. Now remember, at the end of your workout, it is also very important that you set a recovery period. This is the time when you reduce the intensity of the exercise and bring the heart rate down. I would recommend you to do static stretches. Static stretching is done when the muscles are warm and the stretch is held for a period of time. This will lengthen the tissues and improve the range of motion of your joints, reducing muscular pain and joint pain. Now when it's done properly, it will improve your posture, releases stress and tension in your muscles. It can also help you feel more relaxed after a workout. And today, I would like to recommend some stretches to those who have set walking as their exercise goal. Right, let's do the stretches now. Okay, 
But first, let's start with a few sets of marching on the spot. Ready? Now keeping your elbows bent, close to your body and fists soft, pump your arms up and down in rhythm with your steps. Now remember to breathe in and out through the nose. Good. Last three, two, and one. Shake it off. Great. Now let's do these stretches together. Stretch number one, the leg swing. Standing on your left leg, we're going to swing your right leg loosely from the hip in a front to back motion. Ready? Let's go. Front and back. Front and back. Now keep it relaxed like the swinging of a pendulum and your feet should swing no higher than a foot off the ground. Last two. One. And shake it off. Now we're going to switch leg. Ready? Good. Let's go. Three. Two. And one. To stretch number two, pelvic loops. Stand with your hands on your hips, fit hip width apart, and your knees gently bent. Keep your body upright. Now we're going to make five slow, continuous circles with your hips, pushing them gently forward to the right, back and to the left. Ready? Let's go. Forward, right, back, left. Forward, right, back, left. Forward, right, back, left, two. And last one, forward, right, back, and left. Great job. Reverse the direction. Ready? Forward, left, back, and right. Forward, left, back, right. Last one. Forward, left, back, and right. Stretch number three, arm circles. Hold both arms straight out to your sides, making yourself into the letter T. We're going to make five slow backward circles with your hand, starting small and finishing with large circle using your entire arm. Ready? Let's go. Five, four, three, two, one. Shake out your arms. Back out to your sides. Now we're gonna go forward. Ready? Go, five, four, three, two, and one. Recover. Well done, everyone. Thank you, Coach Zarina. We've now come to the end of the show today. If you have enjoyed our show, like us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at AstroWello, A-S-K, T-R-I-O-W-E-L-L-O Send us your feedback to shazana at astrowello.com 
visit our website at astrowello.com and subscribe to Astro About Wellness Podcast. Woohoo!